The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Middle Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Good Monday morning and welcome in to this fine, fine, brand new week that we have here in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm Chris Yao, joined as always by Mo Patton and Coach Mike, the lustrous potentate. My dad said this week, and he's like, man, you guys are cracking me up with that. <laughs> Good. That's the point. Oh, what's what's really funny is that the number of folks who like like um, our intern, Andrew, like Andrew, Andrew, the intern, who have no, no idea clue what, what, we're talking what we're talking about. about. Yeah. Yeah. So it's okay. Google it. Google illustrious potentates. Google is up. your friend. Yeah. Google is your friend. Yeah, so welcome in. It's Monday, and it's uh, I had a great weekend. Hope you guys did too. What's uh, I know Mo got out to a ball game on Saturday and and mowed the grass yesterday. Much needed. <laughs> you should have came down here too. Yeah. Apparently, no, no, they got somebody that does that. That's okay. Sometimes he just, need, he just needs to come do that. <laughs> He's been at the beach, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. Never mind. Then. Give him, give, yeah. give him. Some, yeah, he's good. He, he can do his thing. He can do his thing. Yeah. Um. So, big show today because we're getting ready to get into state playoff time. Finally, I am excited because we now have brackets on websites and, <laughs> and brackets that don't extend over three weeks or two weeks or oh, oh, four oh, weeks or whatever. Stop, stop, <laughs> stop. Don't even talk about it. Yeah. Just it's let it be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, you know how it goes. I don't, I'm not sure if we sound like we're in a, if you're on Facebook and you are, Watching us, please let us know what it sounds like. We sound like we're in a uh, barrel. We do. Yeah, uh, we do in here. Well, in here is, is it is what it is. I'm not sure what's going on with the the audio there. I should it, it's it's connected, and but it's it's really loud on here. So I'm not really sure why. That's okay. If you are watching, we appreciate it. Uh. Michael Long says it's time for his Eagles to shine. They got to go on the road. So, is he talking baseball or softball? I think Michael does baseball. Oh, okay. I don't know. Baseball does go on the road. So, softball is at home. Correct. Um, did you get 
the schedule in there because I did not. We can. I did we can, not. But we I can, will. We can read it from the from the phone. I can get it in there. So it's no big deal. Oh uh, yeah. Cut and paste. Beautiful thing, isn't it? We uh, we were checking out the the Braves and Brewers yesterday, and it was at first. I'm just like, you know what? Let's just quit watching this, and then yeah. <laughs> so we'll then talk the seventh. Well, yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk a little bit about the Braves. Those five pitches. Those were good. Those were that was a good stretch of five pitches, pitches there for the Braves. It just wasn't quite enough. But uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. And uh, they've got a huge stretch coming up that pretty much has an opportunity to either uh, make or break them in May. Uh, well, as much as you can be made or broken in May. Yeah, I'm not sure why this audio isn't working, guys. I, I I apologize. We will get it. We will get it ready for the next segment uh, during the commercial break. I'll make sure that that it gets taken care of. I apologize for that as well. Um, I think, matter of fact, we might as well just kind of get into it because I I want to uh, I want to get this taken care of as quickly as possible. JP just walked in the door, so. We'll get more camera angles too whenever he gets in. So we got a lot going on. Chip Walters joins us in the next hour as well. We'll talk some MTSU baseball because they um they did well over the weekend. Positive outcomes. So that means they get to they get a chance to be in the in the uh, conference USA tournament for the first time in like six years or something. So that's huge for them. Congratulations. Uh we'll talk more about that with him. We'll talk about, of course, the Predators. They play tonight in that Stanley Cup series opener against the Carolina Hurricanes. The Speaking of teams that have a run that could make or break them early, uh, the Nashville Sounds and Gwinnett Stripers will take the field this week, and the Stripers are division leaders, and the Sounds are two and a half games back, so a six-game series could really – Help you out either way. Um, or you could split and wash it out. Say, <laughs> it could be anything. You end up right know. where you started. You never know. Uh, so, yeah, big show. A lot of high school sports to talk about. You wouldn't think that there was as much as there was. But when we give you this rundown, you're like, boy, that was a short rundown. But we actually have a lot to talk about because, obviously, you're talking about championships. You're talking about uh, state qualifiers. You're talking about a lot of stuff. So we got baseball, softball, track and field, all of that coming up. Uh, and we got well, JP. Yeah. I've got, I'm just putting, I'm, I'm going to connect all the cameras, but no, they're just going to be all black. Look at him. Dude. Once he gets done throwing them. He's throwing yeah. stuff now. Here, take them. Boom. <laughs> Watch your head, coach. Yeah. Anyway. Flying cameras. <laughs> Uh, our cameras are phones, but uh, they work. You guys can see us, right? Hey, how you doing? There you go. Mission accomplished. It is a beautiful day outside, folks. Uh, I, I want to make sure that you all realize that it is not sunshining yet, but it's going to be like 81 today. Supposedly. Yep. And this weekend, this coming up weekend, we're going to hit 90. <sighs> and I'm here for our, it. Our three-week spring has... <laughs> just about run its course and summer is on the doorstep upon us 
Yeah, well, you know we'll have one of those those June weeks where it like stays at seventy five all week, and you're like, where where did yeah. you come from? I also heard something for those of you that have been around here for a while. The seventeen year cicadas are supposed to show up this year. That's so, seventeen years. That's that's random, but that's that's, that's what they're called. That's, that's, and you will hear once they come out, you will hear a constant hum. And mowers beware. Whatever the, the the sound frequency of a mower is like the sound frequency of their mating call. And they attack. <laughs> and they attack. Yeah. <laughs> they come in. <laughs> but they're not they're not mad. They're no. in love. <laughs> they're in love. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very fine line. Yes, there, but, <laughs> yeah, they're in love until they get there. Until they, they hit it, yeah. And until they realize. And, yeah. And and, and we, when they hit that, we've been and, duped. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then they're mad. But uh, then you know, what do you do? but a hundred, but one hundred and fifty cicadas all in you know hitting at the same time in love. That's mm. it's a. <laughs> you can imagine what kind of fun that is. This isn't going to be good. Is what this is not going to be. <laughs> oh man! Well, I guess we should probably get ready for the second segment. We've got. Uh, Mount Pleasant softball coach Misty Grooms will join us in the next segment. She is going to talk about her Lady Tigers who travel up to Joe Burns for some softball action this afternoon. And first, though, we need to give you today's rundown. This is The Rundown. And today's rundown is brought to you by our friends at Zion Christian Academy. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, or just visit zioneagles.org to schedule your tour today. That's 931-388-5731 or zioneagles.org. In weekend high school baseball action, a couple of Division 2A opening round games took place as Grace Christian defeated Silverdale Academy out of Chattanooga 16-7 and Columbia Academy defeated Evangelical Christian out of Cordova in West Tennessee 8-1. Oh, wrong Cordova. I got confused. I thought it was Justin Cordova. No, no, no. Well, he's not there anymore anyway, so it doesn't (laughs) matter. Uh, In softball action over the weekend, believe all these. No, no. Anyway. In the District 8 AAA final game. 8, 8A. I'm sorry. 8A. There's only one A there, thus 8A. <laughs> Tournament championship game. Huntland defeated Eagleville 18-0. In the 11 AAA, three A's. Losers bracket finals. Dixon County defeated Brentwood 11-1. Dixon County then lost in the championship game to Summit 3-2. Congratulations to the Spartan women. In the Division 2A first round. Middle Tennessee Christian defeated Lakeway Christian 7-0. It was Good Pasture 10, Trinity Christian nothing. Boyd Buchanan 3, North Point Christian 0, and Knoxville Grace defeated Friendship Christian 3-2. Also in the Division 2A track and field um, middle region meet, um, Collins Malone qualified for the state with his second place finish in the 300-meter hurdles from Columbia Academy. Uh, Presley Miller, the eighth grader from Columbia Academy, will be the number one alternate for the state meet in the 3,200 meters. And Connor Henson, 
qualified for the state in the 1800, the 1600, I'm sorry, the 800, the 1600, and the 3200 meters, setting region records in each of those three events. So we'll talk more about that later in the show, but congratulations to Connor Collins and good luck to Presley as she waits. In today's action, baseball, Region 5A, Santa Fe will travel to East Robertson. That's a 7 p.m. first pitch. Joe Burns comes to Richland. That's a 6 p.m. first pitch. Those are winner-go-home games in Region 6A. All of these are winner-go-home in Region 6A. It is Summertown traveling to Huntington and Loretto hosting McKenzie, both at 6 o'clock. In Region 6 AA, Giles County goes to Lewis County, and Nolensville hosts Stewart County. Giles County and Lewis County is at 6.30. Stewart County and Nolensville at 6. In Region 4 AAA at 6 o'clock, Lawrence County will travel to Murfreesboro to take on the Seagull Stars. And Lincoln County hosts Stewart's Creek at 6.30. And in 6 AAA, it's uh, McGavick coming to Independence, and that game is at 4.30 this afternoon. And Ravenwood will travel to Overton. Uh, for a 7 p.m. first pitch. In softball, region semifinal play today. Mount Pleasant travels to Joe Burns for a 5.30 game, and Houston County will travel to Richland for a 6 o'clock game, both those in Region 5A. In Region 6A, Loretto goes to McKenzie. That game is at 7 o'clock. At 6 o'clock, Summertown will host Huntingdon. In Region 6AA, Nolansville travels to Waverly for a 5.30 contest, and Forrest will host Camden at 6. In Region 4 AAA, Lincoln County goes to Siegel. That game is at 6.30. At 7, Coffee County hosts Smyrna. And in Region 6 AAA, Dixon County goes to McGavick for a 4.30 game. And at 6, Summit will host Hillsborough. And there you have it. That is your Monday Rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, brought to you by Zion Christian Academy. All right, when we return to the Lee Company studio here, we will be joined by Misty Grooms on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. So stick around, Mount Pleasant softball on the other side of the break. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. high school sports and beyond it's on southern middle tennessee sports today welcome back into southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee barn and join us we come to you live from the lee company studio sorry we got a little messed up there on our it's monday it is what it is but we are now you're able to hear us on facebook which is a little bit better than where we current or where we were previously. So, congratulations to us for getting that figured out. And I don't think I, I, I mean for those of you who. Oh wait, there we go. 
Yep, we're there. Sound good. So good that I could hear myself again. Uh, yeah, so 25 minutes past the hour, and we are super pumped to be with you here in the Lee Company studio, live from West 7th in Columbia, Tennessee. As we get ready for high school playoff action, today will be we're going to cut we're going to cut the teams down today. It's winner go home. And one of those teams involved in the winner go home aspect is Mount Pleasant softball and with us on the Parks Motor Sales hotline this morning we have Lady Tigers head coach Misty Grooms joining us. Coach, welcome in. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Coach, um, congratulations on the um, second place finish in the District 10A tournament. And um, it's been a while, I guess, since Mount Pleasant has advanced to this level. Is that is that correct? Yes, it's been six years. Since 2015 is the last time um, we made it to the region tournament. So that was a goal of ours. Uh, we knew we were going in next year to we're moving classes. Um, we're moving up. Um, we're going to have a pretty tough district, so we wanted to finish strong in District 10A. Um, so our goal at the beginning of the year was to make it to the region tournament, and here we are. And and that district that you'll be moving up to in Class AA in the new four classification system will also include um, Loretto, Summertown, Giles County, and Lewis County. Is that right? Right, yes. So, and, and Loretto and Summertown both heading to the Region 6A semifinals today as well so so yeah um kind of got your work cut out for you as you go up um what have you liked about this team's run here over the last little bit well i mean we started out really strong um um as i was telling um other people we're we're really young we have 15 girls 10 are freshmen and sophomores and i still kind of consider my sophomores to be freshmen since we didn't get a year uh, a season last year we're very young but we started out pretty strong then you know we played a lot of games we're well over 30 games right now um i don't know fatigue just competition i'm not sure that we kind of struggled a little bit then we, we got went to a tournament or so we got our you know legs back under us we were playing a little bit better softball um and then coming into the tournament i mean i felt like we were where we needed to be um again we're still making some freshman sophomore mistakes um with some of our uh, fielding errors maybe not um getting the ball down on a bunt here or there but overall i mean we are playing pretty good softball right now kind of been feast or famine for you guys to some degree yes. i think you've got nine games where you've scored nine or more runs and nine where you've given up nine or more that um, I, I keep trying to tell the girls that I, I could just push play at the end of at end of the games and I could have my end of the game speech. It's the same thing. It's either we're rolling and we're doing things right, or it's the same thing that's happening over and over again. With I just keep telling them, girls, the other teams are not beating you; you're beating yourselves, and that's really hard to do. You know, when you got an opponent as well that's trying to beat you, and you're beating yourselves, you're not usually going to come out on top. Speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Mount Pleasant softball coach Misty Grooms, the Lady Tigers headed to Joe Burns. And if you've not been to Cedar Hill before, that's not an easy trip. 
It's not. Um, we have. I've been a couple times for football games. I never went to play. We've never played softball there. Um, so I'm not not taking my girls there. I'm not sure how many of them have actually been there. Uh, but we do have a little bit of a, a, a trek for us today. So um, we got to, you know, we made plans for that. And we're going to start the afternoon. We're going to have a team lunch together, um, you know, and then try to, you know, get us, get our minds right, focused on softball starting about 1230 and um, then take that big trek north. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you guys were heading out about noon or so. I mean, seriously, there, there's no easy way to get there. No, there's not. You know, we've got to go, you know, through Nashville. Um, that's that's the way we're going to go. So we got to, you know, prepare for um, traffic. And, you know, you never know what's going to happen when you're on an interstate. Um, so we just, we're giving ourselves a little bit of extra time, but we are going to head out. We're going to have us a meal and um, hopefully get us there in plenty of time to wake us up a little bit. Because I know girls get on the ride, you know, they can get sleepy, they can get this, they can get that. So we're going to give ourselves plenty of time to get ready and get, um, you know, hopefully have a really good competitive softball game today. <laughs> I, the last time when I went up there for the Richland basketball uh, region final, I guess is what it was. I'm not sure, but either way, uh, some of the pig trails that I had to take to get there. I mean, yeah. I don't know if they'll get a, I don't know if they'll get a school bus down some of those roads. Yeah. It's, no. you, the best way to, I guess the best way to go is to go to Springfield and turn left. It's four lanes from there, but I, apparently my GPS took me the, I think it was, I think there, I had accidentally checked avoid highways. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I, I can only imagine where you went, fan. It's going to, it's certainly going to be a trip. And, but when you talk about, you know, the fact that this team has, has achieved the goal that they've achieved and the young, players that you have it's important for these girls to get that experience now because i mean going forward that experience is only going to help this team be better prepared for uh, the future no matter what happens today absolutely well you know like they're excited you know it's it's one of those things you know we, we we don't we don't get a lot of um excitement when it comes to you know traveling to places because we kind of go to the same places we play the same teams year in year out you know we're going somewhere new today like we're going to see you know new places we haven't been we haven't been on the interstate this year per se you know we go we go to community and places like that but you know it's all back roads you know so it, it is a new experience for us we don't get out of school very much early to have like a team meal or anything like that so uh, the whole the whole day is just a whole different experience for us so we're, we're super excited about that you know I have two seniors that graduated Friday you know, they're done with school and they're, they're just as excited as my young girls to, you know, leave early today, have our team meal, you know, even though they're not in school, they're done, but we're going to, you know, have a meal and, you know, just the, the day is kind of our day. And it, it's going to kind of, and when you do something like that, it's, you know, you're building a team camaraderie and, and I know that, you know, you've got your seniors and your leaders and that sort of thing, but this, this trip will will be one of those trips that you can look back and go, okay, this is kind of where our team, especially the future kids and the younger kids, were able to be around each other and really have a good time and also play a really good softball team that you've got to play today. That's that's also going to be important. I mean, you are going to play the district champion from – you know from that district what do you tell your girls when you get there about how important it is to one play loose but also be focused 
Well, yesterday we had practice. We came in and practiced for about an hour and a half. Um, you know, and that's one of the things we said, you know, pressure's on them. They're the district champs. They're supposed to win today. You know, we're going to go in. We're going to play our very best softball from 1 to 15. Every one of us is going to give 110. And at the end of the day, however it falls, it falls. But if we do our very best, there's nothing more we can do. We're going to leave it all out on the field, and hopefully that will lead us into a game on Wednesday and Friday. Speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Mount Pleasant softball coach Misty Grooms. Um, Misty, what do you know about this Joe Burns team? It looks like they had – a pretty high-powered schedule. Went down to Gulf Shores and played four games down there. Um, played a few AAA opponents or had some AAA opponents scheduled. What what have you been able to to learn about them other than that they are the District 9A champions? Well, I got, I got a little information um, from a team in their district. Uh, we, we know a little bit. We have a game plan. Um, we, we know what we have to do, um, based on what we think we're going to see from them. Um, so we, 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 we did, we got a little scouting report, um, from a couple different, but one really good source. Um, we, we, we know that they got a pretty decent pitcher. Um, but for, for whatever reason, we seem to, uh, do a little bit better against decent pitching and not so much against just average pitching. So, you know, for us, first thing we thought is that that's a plus for us because just, over the season, it seems like we've, we've hit decent pitching a lot better than we've hit average pitching. So we're looking forward to seeing a pretty decent pitcher today and hopefully uh, do what we need to do with the plate and take care of business. I got a chance to see a little bit of your game. Um, I guess it was Thursday in the um, district championship game against Richland, and you had Bailey Gray out in center. I think she started the year for you behind the plate. It's just um, wanting to ask you what what motivated that switch. Was that a permanent thing? Will she be in center, you know, going forward? Well, Bailey's one of those. Um, she's a junior, but as a freshman, she, I thought she was going to be my be my catcher, but we needed her. Um, she played some third base as a freshman. She played some second base as a freshman. She played some outfield. She's a very versatile player. She's uh, one of those that's going to give a 150% at everything that she does. Um, she can play anywhere. She, she sees the ball off the bat really well, and I think that's because she's a catcher. So there's a times like she she's caught some balls in center field that I don't know that anybody else could have gotten to. Um, she backs up second base. She backs up um, the outfielders really well. It's just um, we just felt like and that's just where she needed to be for the district tournament. Um, she caught a ball against Kalioka, like I said, that um, saved a couple runs. Um, I don't know that anybody else could have gotten to and could have caught. So. You know, um, I'm not 100% sure going into today exactly. I think I kind of have um, my mind made up as to where she's going to play or where she's not going to play. Um, she practiced both uh, center field. She's, she practiced a little bit at second base yesterday. Um, she's always, you know, she's always um, in during infield, outfield catching. So, I mean, she'll play wherever we need her to play, and that's one thing that, you know, I'll get from her. I'll get the same effort her catching as a wheel center field as if I was to just have her on the bench being a cheerleader. Her speed certainly plays better in center field than it does behind the plate. For sure. Yes. I mean, you just, you can't, you got to have somebody in center field that, that cannot just catch balls. Most outfielders are going to be able to catch a routine fly ball. Um, I don't need girls in outfield that can catch routine fly balls. I need girls that can do those extra little things. And that's what Bailey does. There you go. And that, you know, 
When you look back on this season, you will certainly find yourself uh, fi- you'll you'll find out that having that flexibility is not something you always have. <laughs> and and I, I, you've seen it over the years, you know, you've not you don't always have somebody who can play in the middle of the field at almost any position. So yeah. Well, I've had one other girl and her name's Alyssa LeMay and she's playing basketball at Freed Hardman right now. And there she played in her four years. She, ca- she was a catcher. She played shortstop. She played center field. Um, I put her pretty much in, in all of those positions in, in one game at one time. <laughs> uh, so, you know, having one of those every few years definitely um, definitely can boost the team. And I'll tell you what, in, in Mount Pleasant athletic lore, when you're being compared to an Alyssa LeMay, that's not a bad thing. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Misty Grooms, the girl uh, – girls the softball coach at mount pleasant yes TWSWA calls it girls Girl softball, softball as yeah. if there's a boys softball <laughs> yeah. yeah um coach want to wish you luck as you guys make the trek up to cedar hill to take on the joe burns lady red devils um bring back a win and um we'll be keeping up with you guys this evening all right well thanks for having me hey thank you uh, all right have a great day thank you Bye. you too it is going to be a good trip for them. I, I think, you know, when you when you're playing at this level, especially with kids that are freshmen and sophomores and they didn't get to play last year, it's important. And then you you add in what they're going to have to deal with next year. Right. Yeah. I think you know it's sort of like it's like college football and bowl games. You know, getting that extra those extra few practices and getting that extra field time and. You know, if if somehow you go up there and you get a win and you assure yourself of two more games because region finalists qualify for the sectionals as well. So you've given yourself basically a full week of work that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise. And as you said, as she said, with them going up to double A next year and going into that district with Loretta Summertown, um, certainly going to be a challenge for him and, and, and Giles. Um, Giles County, who is also playing in the region, I believe. No, no that's baseball. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Um, but Summertown Loretto are. <laughs> uh, Summertown Loretto certainly are, yeah. So, you know, again, going to be challenging. And every little bit helps, you know, getting getting those young kids, as she mentioned, some more field time. She's got 15 girls, 13 of them will be coming back. So You can't. That's, that's certainly something to build on. It Definitely. And, and getting that experience with an accomplished team, you know, that you, you get on the field with that. I don't know if they're, if they, if Joe Burns supports their uh, softball, like they do their football and their, ba- and their basketball. Yeah. They're, uh, you know, we, we went up uh, when I was coaching at Mount Pleasant, we went up for a couple of football games up there and they would surround the field with semi trucks and, you know, every every big play, their horns were going off and their engines were racing, stuff like that. Now, I don't know that they would surround the softball field that way, but you know, a similar a similar atmosphere, especially with a team that is successful, know, traditional, traditionally successful. All I know is that there's nowhere to eat in Joe Burns, except at the game. But <laughs> if, and I'm pretty sure they do, uh, the if the concession stand is open. 
and they are cooking up steaks and pork yeah. loin and everything else, <laughs> don't eat before you go. Now, if you do, yeah. if they're not doing that and you decide not to eat at the game, don't stop at the Hardee's in Springfield on the way back. <laughs> what won't they have? <laughs> they won't have buns. They won't have Dr. Yeah. Pepper. They won't have ketchup, apparently. <laughs> Though I do remember you're, you're talking about the trip getting up there. Uh, uh, yeah, we we used to joke we had you can't go you can't get to Joe Burns from here. No, you, you got to go somewhere else and then go absolutely. there. So. That's just how it goes. But uh, uh, Mount Pleasant does take on Joe Burns at 530 today. In the other um, Region 5A semifinal, Houston County, speaking of places you can't get to, Houston County travels to Richland. I bet bet that trip from Houston County is ridiculous. To Richland? Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you have to – if you're coming from Aaron – you got to come to Clarksville and then down, pretty much. That's insane. Yeah. But they're in the same region, so it is what it is. They're in the same region. Meanwhile, Loretta and Summertown play across the river for their <sighs> region rival. I don't know, man. I, I, I wonder about the TWSAA geography often. We're throwing darts and see what, yeah. see what sticks. Um, You're just now wondering. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I'm not. I've wondered for a long time. Um, and to keep up with that Richland Houston County game, you can follow me on Twitter at ChrisYow14 and at SM underscore TN Sports because I will be there. There you go. And that will be the only way you will get updates. Apparently. <laughs> In fact, you'll be doing double duty today. I will be. Richland baseball, too. Against um, Joe Burns. Joe Burns. <laughs> yeah. So. They get to come down here. Anyway, it's going to be a good day for, for baseball and softball, so looking forward to it. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about the games that have already been played, some games that we went to and saw over uh, the weekend. So come back, hang out with us on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be right back in the Lee Company studio. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, as we come to you live from the Lee Company studio here in Columbia, Tennessee, West 7th Street. As you can see on the Facebook or Twitter feed, got a little traffic cam going, a little traffic cam. It's it's a lot of traffic out there. There's there's a truck going by right now. No backhoes though. Uh, have not seen the backhoe in a few days. I'm Sorry, really, Mike. I'm really upset yeah. about that. I'm too. a little disappointed too, because um, that was 
pretty fascinating. You know, when we did see the backhoe, though, we didn't see it for very long. I was going to say. <laughs> we heard it for a lot longer that than yellow we saw streak it. that went by. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, welcome back in. It is 13 minutes to the top of the hour, and we are pumped to be here. Um, some ball games over the weekend, one particularly that um, that you decided to, to dip out and see on Saturday. Well, pretty – Let's just say that it went about as expected. You know, as we just spoke with Misty Grooms, the Mount Pleasant softball coach, when you start getting out of your, you know, comfort zone, I guess, for lack of a better phrase, you don't necessarily know what to expect. And so when Columbia Academy had Evangelical Christian coming in here for for D2A, state quarterfinal baseball action you didn't necessarily know what to expect i mean i checked in with the ecs coach duke williams right before the game started got his lineup asked him what his record was he said you know 16 and 16 and so you think okay they're 16 and 16 but they're in the state quarterfinals so you know and Baseball down in Memphis is typically pretty good. Mm-hmm. And so you don't know if they've played a bunch of those AAA schools, you know, the the Houstons and the Collierville's and those folks are just how they got to 16 and 16. But when you look at their 16 and 16 and you know the CA is 31 and 7 coming in, if you're into comparing those type numbers, you feel pretty good about CA's chances. Well, Brian. And you also know what CA has played. Yeah, you know that they have played mm-hmm. in a really tough region. Um, been what you feel like is fairly tested. And and that's kind of the way it played out. You know, they um, they put some runners on early. Um, they got a big jack from, from Bryant Baranek doing his Waskar Enoa imitation there with um three-run homer there in the second. And, and then um, – Backed it up on the mound. Eight strikeouts and a five-hitter as they won eight to one, you know. Um, apparently, the, the coaches over there, Richie Eastep and Stephen Fields in particular, feel like um, Baranek hits better when he's pitching, which is kind of Help different. yourself out. Yeah, yeah. Um, he went three for three. Had a couple of singles in addition to the home run. And, you know, I guess, again, Fairly controlled the game on on both sides. So, big win for them. Their reward is that they get to go to perennial D2A contender Christian Academy of Knoxville later on this week in a best-of-three series, one of four that will send those winners to Spring Fling for a four-team double elimination bracket as we continue to try to figure out D2. This is a state championship level series that we're about to see. Oh, without question. Yeah. Uh, um, it's, it's just unfortunate that CA fell to CPA. To have to go to on the road for this. Yeah. Um, CAK, again, has won the last few Division Two A state championships. You know, Tommy Farr. Is the coach up there. He's had a lot of success there. He was very successful at Farragut prior to. And mm-hmm. so, you know, 
again, going back to the Misty Grooms interview from the last segment, this is a team that will not beat itself. So you've got to play your best ball. You're going to have to go in there and beat them, and you're going to have to go in there and beat them twice out of three games. So, um, Do you have the schedule for that? um, Because we just got it in an email. Oh, well, there you go. So I didn't know if you had it or not, but that will that will start on Thursday at four Eastern, so three o'clock on Thursday. CA will do uh, they'll t- they'll play a doubleheader on Thursday, and the F necessary game will be on Friday, but there's no time listed uh, at this time. So three o'clock Central, four o'clock Eastern on Thursday for the doubleheader with the F necessary game to follow, and. Folks trying to scramble for hotel rooms, I guess. That's, Go ahead and get you one. It's Knoxville. You don't want to drive that's, back anyway after a doubleheader. Uh, Go ahead and get you one. There's going to be plenty of rooms in Knoxville. That's true. It's. I mean, is Tennessee in town this weekend? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Because we I need to talk know. about that in the next uh, segment as ish. well. Yeah, we do. Our next hour. So it, that's that's a good point. Yeah. Let's look at the schedule. And make sure, just so y'all. Just to make sure y'all y'all are aware, they are on the road at South Carolina, so you're good to go. Plenty of rooms will be available. Yeah. Um, on Friday. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, go ahead. Is tennis? What is Tennessee softball doing? Are they home? Uh, they're in the tournament. They're in the uh, tournament, but they get it. They, they, w- they will probably be a top eight seed. I think they. They play, are not a top eight seed. They're, not, they're ninth. They're ninth, so they uh, will be at home. So yep. there will be an NCAA softball tournament going on this weekend in Knoxville. So and that plan means there are at least three other teams there, plus Tennessee fans. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, go ahead and get those hotel rooms nailed down. Yeah, maybe you're right. Good call. Um, on Friday, speaking of softball, mm-hmm. the Summit Spartans delivered an 11 AAA tournament championship. And until the sixth inning, I didn't know that they were going to give up another run after they gave up five in the first two innings to Ravenwood in the first round of the tournament. 25 innings later, they still hadn't given up a run in the tournament. Uh, And then Dixon County goes for two in the sixth to uh, cut a lead, cut their lead to three to two uh, and summit was able to hold on for the 3-2 win. Lily Kate Richards, who started, went five and two-thirds, and she gave up both runs. One, only one of them earned because Summit did commit three errors in the game. Uh, she That one earned run was a solo homer. Um, or I'm sorry, I think it was a two-run homer, actually. The other run was on via error. That's how that happened. Uh, she did strike out six. Elena Escobar came in after the home run and shut down Dixon County as she has done just about everybody. Yeah, that's a heck of a closer option right there. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, Lily Kate Richards, it's not bad. No. But Elena Escobar is next level. She threw 10 pitches to get four outs, uh, seven of which were strikes. (laughs) I'm surprised I made that much contact. No hits, no runs, no earned runs, no strikeouts. No walks. Dixon County is pretty good, though. I mean, these two were the clear cut. Dixon was the one seed. Yeah, and and I mean, Summit was the two. So I mean, they were again the they were pretty much head and shoulders above 
the rest of District 11 AAA all year. Yeah, and no doubt. Uh, Hannah Sunberg, two for three. Uh, but Haley Montgomery, who, by the way, I think hits like eighth in the lineup. She hits eighth in the lineup. She went two for three with two RBIs. Haley Montgomery mm-hmm. hits ninth in the lineup. Ninth. Okay, so she's the, the second leadoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but that just goes to show that this lineup from top to bottom is dangerous. Literally. And they can they can make you pay at any point. So uh, Summit and Dixon County move on. I would I would hate to be on the other side of that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, tough challenge for both Hillsborough coming to Summit this evening and for McGavick hosting Dixon County. Um, tough assignments for both those. 12 AAA teams, I think. So, yeah. I uh, would I would really expect to see Summit in Dixon County play again, again. <laughs> on Wednesday. Uh, it'll be a good one, though. It will be. Uh, finally, you mentioned some track and field earlier in the rundown. I wanted to get to that as well because, my goodness, Connor Henson. Yeah. Um, talk to him after Friday's portion of the meet. The running finals were held on Friday. On Wednesday, they ran the 3,200 meters. He ran a 9.37 in that, setting a meet record about 10 seconds ahead of the previous record. On Friday, he won both the 800 and the 1,600. Um, Again, the 1,600, he ran about 10 seconds quicker than the previous record, and he was one of two guys to go sub two in the 800, both of which would have set the record, but he won it with a one five six and some change. So um, we've got a story up on the website on that at sm-tnsports.com. Says that he was not running, you know, full effort in any of those, just basically trying to qualify. Yeah, yeah. He was just coasting to a one five six eight hundred. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah. I I literally, I, in the sixteen hundred, it didn't even look like he broke a sweat. I don't guess you would. I mean, if if you run the way he runs, and as often and as well, I, I mean that that's probably just a warm up. And it was. That's insane. So it'll be interesting to see. He is the top qualifier in the state in all three of those events. So. You know the the target literally so, is going to be the target's going to be on his back, and he hopes that's all everybody sees when they get to Rockvale next week. Was that your lead? It no, it, it certainly should have been. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll we'll save that. We'll save that. Um. Anyway, you know, it's funny that you said that because you know this is track and field is not like any other sport. If you're the top qualifier coming in. You're the top, like, like you are the guy. Yeah. There's no opponents. Like, I mean, you're the top qualifier because your speed was faster, faster than everybody else. Everybody else. So, yeah. I mean, the tracks aren't much different, if at all. So, well, I mean, 800 meters is 800 meters. Right. No know? matter where you are. Yeah. So, and what you're running on, if, especially if it's flat. Yeah. Uh, so, it's not like cross country. So, mm-hmm. anyway, uh, I got to expect it. A lot of folks will be seeing the back of Connor Henson uh, next week. He's hoping everybody's seeing the back of Connor Henson. That's right. All right. When we come back, we'll talk to Chip Walters as MTSU qualified for the CUSA baseball tournament. So stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We'll be right back in the Lee Company studio. 